Welcome to Conversations with Z and Vindesh, a weekly discussion that explores common life challenges and offers practical solutions. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. That's D-H-A-R-M-A media.com. What I want to talk about then, real quick, is, is, is what we call the human Ponzi scheme. And what I would love for our listeners to uh, understand or give them a take on is what exactly is a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> yeah, so a Ponzi scheme is an investment. Who is Ponzi and how did he start? So it's, uh, I don't remember the details. Uh, there actually was someone named Ponzi. Mm-hmm. And he had this whole financial operation. The hallmark of a Ponzi scheme is that you're investing in nothing. So you're promised these incredible rates of return. And if you're one of the early investors, you're paid out. And it looks like you're making a lot of money. But the only way to pay people is to raise money from even more people. And how do you raise that money and what are they investing in? They're investing in an idea. They're investing in an idea that they can make a lot of money with no effort. And, and behind that idea, what kind of evidence or data is there? There's no data. It's all fear of missing out. Fear it's all hype. It's out. hype. It's marketing. Fear of missing out. You guys hear that? Fear of missing out. So with that understanding, you're investing in nothing. Someone has convinced you that it's something and that it's a win-win proposition for you as long as you lose-lose. Yeah, it's a win-win proposition because look at the money that all these other people are making. Look how they're benefiting. Can I meet these people? Can I, can I see these people? Can I sit down and have a communicate with these people that verify this? Yeah, you might be able to talk to a few people who are operatives of the person who's setting it up. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is you can see them in your mind. If you've got someone who's a good salesperson, or maybe if you're just naive enough, they paint a certain picture. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and they don't even have to give you that much. They just see it. They see the tendency that you have to believe that you can have whatever you want, that you can live this incredible life. Wow. And your mind takes over. Your imagination takes over. Now, we're talking about the human Ponzi scheme. What's the human Ponzi scheme? So the human Ponzi scheme is, instead of buying into a financial scheme, it's buying into false ideas and false narratives. And the only reason these narratives work, they defy common sense. The only reason they work is that you have to get more and more people who buy into it. And the more people who buy into it, the harder it is to stand up and say, oh, this doesn't make sense. Well, I have to chime in because one of my pet peeves is the concept of common sense. I feel like common sense died at the, the end of the last century. And what we used to call common sense is now called extraordinary sensibilities. Common sense now is texting and driving or walking into the middle of the street on your phone. Um, um, denying your health, relabeling obesity as, as, as a choice, all these sorts of things. These, this is common sense now. So there's no more what we used to call common sense. It's good. People who, <coughs> excuse me, people who are clear thinkers have good deductive reasoning. They, these are extraordinary people nowadays. So it's called extraordinary sensibilities. Um, and in this human Ponzi scheme, you see every day just bizarre thinking that no one questions. Um, that someone said the other day, 
I was listening to a uh, political, uh, some political offering, and they were saying that um, everybody should get equal benefits from society regardless of what they put into society. This is a Ponzi scheme. It defies physics. It defies the law of energetic exchange. It defies the laws of Bohr's thermodynamic that everything costs something. It defies the laws of entropy and empathy. And if you step back, you can say, okay, I should get as much out of something as I put in it. And if I put nothing in it, I should get as much out of it as somebody who put a lot into it. Again, this makes no sense. It defies certain basic laws of physics. But we can sell it. That's the Ponzi scheme. So let's think about some of the other human Ponzi schemes that are out there that inevitably undermine mental health, undermine your physical health. Can you think of any of the others? Well, there's the obesity one, which you mentioned, which comes to mind, uh, which is I'm fat, but I'm fit. Fat but fit yeah. is an idea that people buy into. Yeah. It is physically uh, impossible. So mass and the, the, the amount of energy to move mass increases with the amount of mass, right? The effort to move mass increases with the amount of mass. So if you don't have more energy, you're not going to move mass. Right? Real simple. Yeah, the other one that I think is really detrimental is this idea that we can't offend anyone, that we have to respect people's, I don't even know what to call it. I don't even have words for this phenomenon that's going on, but Remember we have to Ponzi communicate. Scheme. Yeah, so we have we, to communicate in a way where other people are always going to be happy with what we say. And we talk about not offending other people, creating safe spaces. So it is the world's responsibility to make you happy and safe. And we have to sell that to everybody, right? Yeah. That's another Ponzi scheme. Is that the world can be contoured to the individual's liking. So we have well over 7 billion people on Earth. And we want to mold the Earth in 7 billion facets that suit the desires, needs, and whims of every individual. Is that right? Yeah. And can we sell that? Yeah, yeah, of course you can sell it. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything behind it? No, no, there's nothing behind it. Ponzi scheme. I mean, behind it is actually, it's worse than a Ponzi scheme because it's worse than nothing. It would be one thing if it were just nothing, if it were just an artificial idea. There's a huge cost behind it. And the cost is that you can't communicate. You can't share ideas. The only way to avoid offense is to shut yourself out from the rest of the world and get into a smaller and smaller sphere. And then there's no ground for understanding. You get polarization, which is what we're seeing today. Extreme polarization. And so the outcome of most Ponzi schemes is what? What comes out? What, what finally comes out? Do you go to jail? Do you, do you, are you just broke on your ass? Are you, do you, you're devastated? Where do these Ponzi schemes leave us? Well, usually the people who run the Ponzi schemes try to make off with the money before the people who realize that they're defrauded uh, can track them down and get them into jail. And in the human Ponzi scheme, who are the culprits and the, and the inevitable victims? Well, the culprits... Uh, 
That's a more interesting question. That's the faceless committee that we've talked about. <laughs> I don't even know who the culprits are. I don't know where these ideas come from. They're just narratives that we collectively agree upon. And as soon as you have a critical mass behind it, you got enough of a base in that pyramid. It's not even something that you can debate. Well, you said something powerful, and, and we, need, we, we can listen to this and benefit. The critical mass, just enough people either going along with it or not challenging it. And it takes on a life of its own that has no responsibilities to not even the laws of physics, let alone the laws of man. No responsibility. So again, you have these bots, these faceless committee, this disembodied entity that spouts out these uh, kind of offerings of this perfect world. And we buy it and buy it and buy it and to the detriment of ourselves. So as you talked about, in the financial Ponzi scheme you, scheme, you leave people wiped out, devastated. In the human Ponzi scheme, you also leave in its wake tremendous swaths of devastation of the human mind. Because of the human Ponzi scheme, we now see more and more children suffering from debilitating mental health issues. Most of the youth of the day is medicated pharmaceutically and digitally. They have lost their ability to function. Life expectancy is going down. So this has been the cost of this human Ponzi scheme. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring this up when you think about the cost. In some ways, it does mirror exactly a financial Ponzi scheme because you get the opposite of what you signed up for. So in a Ponzi scheme, you think that you're going to make money, you lose money. In the human Ponzi scheme, you think you're going to be healthier, you're going to be happier, you're going to be more secure somehow, and the opposite happens you're just gutted. And there's nothing left. And so for those of us who are working on our mind and, and, and looking for another way of thinking, think about this. Here's an algebra of Ponzi. There's this thing that you're supposed to buy into. There's nothing behind it. There's nothing in it. And the reason you buy it is because it has created in your mind an image of an idyllic life where you put in very little and get out a whole lot. So would you say that's a good way of discerning that it's a Ponzi scheme from the, the, the beginning? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That you can get fit without trying. That there's a pill you can take. There's an influencer you can follow that will make your life better. And you, all you have to do is be a part of the critical mass. Invest your soul, your energies, your intention in that, and you will be better. Would you say that's the, the telltale sign of a, a human Ponzi scheme? Yeah, I think that's a, a that good characterization. no discomfort. That everyone will adjust to your whims and needs. That there is constant joy and happiness for you and everybody else will find joy and happiness in your joy and happiness, right? Yeah, so I think that's right. It's too good to be true, doesn't it? Yeah, well, what's interesting, Z, is that this Ponzi scheme has been around since the dawn of humanity. There's this idea, if you go back to the philosophy, you think about Buddhism, Hinduism, there's a recognition that the way we live our life is a lie. We follow our desires. 
And there's this idea that if I could just have a little more of this, a little more money, a little more security, if I could just change certain conditions, find the right person, then everything's going to be fine. And it's an endless chase. It's a chase that leads to a wasted life and ensures that you live with anxiety. You never experience what life presents in front of you because you're always looking for the next thing. This model of operating has been around forever. I think what's become so much more dangerous is that with technology, it's much more easy for these false ideas to spread. And you can gain that critical mass far more quickly. So what are the ways that, some of the ways we can protect ourselves from this Ponzi scheme? Um, I think about, you know, not being a part of the critical mass. That's a big thing we talk about is opting out. Hmm. Um, and also using evidence and, and, and being able to be a bit more uh, analytical about things in life and accepting the exchange in life, right? Bowls, thermodynamics, everything costs something. What do you put in it? What do you get out of it? What do you put in? What do you get out? And this idea that the world will be just right for me excludes everyone else. So I choose a certain lifestyle, behavior, I go down that and I want everybody to go along with it. Right away you know you're headed for the Ponzi, right? And it only undermines you. It hurts our society in general, as you can see, it's, it's devastated society. Who are the people that exploit these Ponzi's? Of course the politicians who are an endless band of sociopaths and psychopaths. Uh, the living dead, so to say, as they say in the spiritual books, truly the living dead, the zombification of a nation and of a people, of an earth. So we don't want to follow the living dead on their Ponzi scheme. They know what we like, and in exchange, they can eat our brains, right? Just like a zombie movie. I think that's why people are obsessed with vampire and zombie movies nowadays, because it's a metaphor about where we're at in society. So if you don't, you don't want to offer your neck to the vampire or offer your brain to the zombie, Let's talk about things we can do. If it sounds too good to be true, it's a Ponzi. If you believe that your individual self should be held over all in nature, and someone tells you that, that that's reasonable, it's a Ponzi. If you see phenomena in nature that has abided for billions of years, and someone comes up with a new way to beat nature. I'm going to beat nature. I'm going to change the rules. It's a Ponzi scheme. If you believe that you can find infinite happiness and joy, if you just get this one other thing, it's a Ponzi scheme. Because you know what? You have the opportunity for infinite happiness and joy by your own choices. When you decide you're okay, that's when you're okay. How about that? That destroys the whole Ponzi scheme. Yeah, and it's a much more efficient way of living. Because yeah. the other hallmark of the Ponzi scheme is you need more and more input just to keep the whole thing going. It's unsustainable. Eventually it falls apart because you have to keep on recruiting more and more people. So anything in life that requires more and more and more just to be okay isn't going to work. That's the thing about, too, how you can identify there. I've always been averse to multi-level marketing, right? I've never, it never set right for me. 
that if you want to buy a bottle, of, I, years ago someone took me to a, a get together and there was this spray vitamin. It was a great product. They had this high pressure atomizer to shoot vitamins into your body sublingually right under the tongue. It was a great product. Came in a little kit. They had all the array of vitamins. This is great. Okay, I'll buy 10 of them. No, you can't. You can have one and you give a list of everybody you know. And the more you sign up, the more you can get these bags of vitamins. I said, I don't want to insult my grandmother and lose her relationship with my grandmother to get her to sign on board. Can I just buy? No, you can't. So, you know, anything like that, avoid. Anything that's multi-level marketed. And in the human Ponzi scheme, what that multi-level marketing looks like is people just keep saying things and it's just okay and you know it's not. You know it's not okay. So you want to pull yourself out of that. I may, I'm not interested. This sounds bizarre. It's like looking at the cover of the Inquirer newspaper. Grown man has triplets. Well, right away, you know that's a, a bizarre story that defies the, the, the ancient laws of the cosmos that a man is not going to have triplets. It just ain't going to happen. You could call it other things, but that's not it. And if you hear that, it doesn't sound right. Turn away from it. Don't go deeper into it. Don't add it. Don't write another check for that. You see what I'm saying, right, Vin? Yeah. Yeah, I think having that mentality, uh, which is, is this consistent with what I know about the world, with how biology operates, with how physics operates, that's a good test. Or these endless wars. When you hear the story of some person 10, 15,000 miles away on the other side of the earth that's going to come to your house and get you. So we're going to collectively as a society encourage uh, millions and billions of dollars of uh, milita military action against, you know, salute, salute, or somebody in a cave somewhere who's planning to shut down McDonald's. <laughs> you just want to pull away from that and just say, you know, this doesn't sound right. Let me back away. Yeah, you bring up an interesting point. Because I think in today's day and age, everyone's trying to sell you something all the time. The other way to recognize this is to realize that people aren't acting in your best interest. Maybe it's an unfortunate sign of the time, but whether it's politicians, whether it's corporations, they're acting in their benefit. Good point. Good point. So folks, when, it, when you know that it's in their best interest to get you on board, it's usually not in your best interest. Yeah, or at least you have to ask the questions and do the due diligence. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was thinking about this. There's this whole trend towards BHP-free in plastics. So you don't want that chemical additive. So a bunch of companies market their stuff as BHP-free, but then they use something else which is even worse. Well, sure, sure, sure. They, even when they say organic or free-range, that's why you have to source your food so well because... Uh, Free range, uh, when you eat the animal, those who eat animal protein, it just simply means there's a door in the cage. And that's free range. Uh, organic means that there's less than 30% pesticides in it. It's a reduced amount of pesticides. So that's, 
again, the Ponzi schemes. It sounds too good. It's easy, though. You look organic, free range, great. This is good stuff. No, no. It's going to be a little more work involved in sourcing your foods. What we know, too, if it's real easy, it's probably a Ponzi scheme, would you say? Yeah, I think. How I about say you, that. Caitlin? You told us about a Ponzi scheme you were involved in on your dating website. Were you involved in a Ponzi scheme there? No, I was involved in a Ponzi scheme from someone from one of my improv classes. Yeah, yeah, and you were talking about that. You're confusing gangbang with Ponzi scheme. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, Caitlin, sorry about that. Another story, Caitlin, we'll talk about that in our next podcast. But Caitlin was telling us about somebody who just randomly called her from a list of people, and she's involved in uh, comedy and spoken word and all this kind of stuff, burlesque. And, um, they, they were telling her what she really needed to have to improve her life. Didn't even know her. If you don't know me, how do you know what will improve my life? If I see a homeless person on the street, they're not necessarily in bad shape. That's why a lot of these people don't want to be in shelters. They like camping, urban camping. They love it. The freedom, no bills. There's something to admire. So don't buy into it that homelessness is a problem, for example. It's a Ponzi scheme. Roving insanity is a problem, but homelessness is not a problem. You see how easy we get caught in stuff. So Caitlin has this guy comes up to her and says, you need, what well, you tell the story, Caitlin. You. Yeah, he called me one night and said that he um, recently went to this uh, group Cult. where, yeah, everyone, um, basically they all, they helped him uh, remove all these blockages that Cult. were in you know, and his obstacles, but on a, like, emotional level. Cool. Yeah. And uh, it sounded just like big group therapy to me. And, um, but he said that in, there's something about, like, getting recruits to join this, like, group. And I was just like, um, I'm okay, actually. I'm already doing my own sort of self-development. And, uh... So a big part was him to convince you you were yeah. okay. That's another... Red flag, folks. If people try to convince you you're not okay, they don't really know you, you didn't turn to them for medical advice or mental health consultation, they reach out to you and says, you know what, you're messed up. It's like years ago when people would try and get you to join various religious fanatic groups. When I was in the military, we had these people called uh, um, Jesus freaks. And they would run up to you and they would say things like, yeah, I used to be just like you. I used to abuse children and rob the elderly and do drugs and, 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 and uh, do ungodly things with animals. And then I found Jesus. You should do the same. I said, dude, I've never done any of that shit. I'm okay with my life. And then he said, well, you're going to burn in hell forever. No, I guess so, but probably better than whatever you're doing. Because I didn't do all the stuff you did. See, it's a Ponzi scheme. He runs up, they run up to you and they tell you all these horrible things about life and they're projecting onto you their life. Maybe that's not what you're missing in life. How about, you know it's not a Ponzi scheme when people can live and let live. How about that? Any other thoughts on it? Let's make this a good one. Oh, on that experience? Yeah. Just on the Ponzi hole. On the... So we can... On a, on a, what I want people to get out of this is just the, the don't buy in. 
Don't invest in things that don't nurture you. Don't invest in things that drain you. Don't invest in things that require more investment to maintain. Don't lose yourself in other people's folly. Right? Like, really simplify your life. And be very weary or leery, be very leery of people that approach you and they know what you need who don't even know you you've had no discussion with them you've shared nothing with them and they're going to fix you so you in order for that to happen you have to buy into their narrative of you in order to do that you have to surrender yourself to an unknown entity that has their own best interest this priority over yours how about that? Is that about right, man? Yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty fucked up, but you're right. Actually, you're exactly right. You have to buy someone else's vision of reality. You have to suspend your own beliefs, your own experience, the unsmell tests, the rules that govern our existence on this planet, and you have to buy a separate reality that someone else has created for you, which seems really enticing, which might make you feel like you're part of the community. It might promise continual happiness, riches, health, whatever it is. But it's not reality. It's an illusion that you're signing up for. Yeah, I was uh, talking to someone around my wife's birthday. I don't remember birthdays or any of that kind of stuff. I'm the worst. So on her birthday, I realized it was her birthday, so I had to go buy her a gift. And I'm with this guy who's really a complete buy-in. He's completely bought into the Ponzi, uh, the human Ponzi. And so, just out of social obligations, we were hanging out. And I go to buy my wife some stuff, and he's telling me all the things that are in and what you have to have. I said, why do I have to have that? Well, your wife likes nice things. Well, I'm a nice thing. You know, air is a nice thing. So, what are you talking about? Well, this is, I have this website that shows you all the things that people should have that are really the it things. So why would I go to that site? I don't know these people. They don't determine or define my life. They don't comfort me in my suffering. They offer me no, nothing. Ponzi scheme. Yeah, the other benefit as you're talking about this, when you cut all of this stuff out and you just start to filter it, think about all the time that you free up and the energy. You just don't have to get involved. You don't have to feel the anxiety, the hope, the despair, the highs and the lows. You just get rid of it. Must you go to Black Friday sales and camp out? Must you cut down one more tree for Christmas? Must you do that? All you have to ask yourself is, must I do that? How would it hurt my life not to invest in this Ponzi? And if I invest in this Ponzi, what do I get out of it? Nothing is your answer. So maybe one thing that you can shed some light on. There's certain areas where it might be unclear whether it's something you want to do or not do. And you want to do some more research and homework. We're in this age where there's so much misinformation. And people spin whatever stories to sell us whatever they want to sell us. How do you get it truth? Where do you get your information from? The Vedas have a, a perfect formula for the truth. They say the truth is a deep lake, and few people wish to leave its pristine and comfortable shores 
to explore its unknown and perilous depths. The truth requires search and research. And whatever is the comfortable truth for you usually isn't the whole truth. The truth is below that. It's deeper than that. It's layered under many stories and elements. And when you're willing to go to that uncomfortable place, that's the truth. And for some people, uncomfortable is basic research. Just basic research. Simple due diligence. Let me check it out. Sometimes just researching yourself, do I need anything else? Do I need to buy one more thing to get rid of one more thing? Somebody's telling me, oh, I'm, I'm decluttering my house, and I, but I just need to buy these cabinets. Now, how about declutter, unload, assess, and then rebuild? Yeah, yeah, as you're saying this, I'm thinking of almost an algorithm for how we should live our life to avoid these schemes. At the first level, it's, does this make sense? So if something is unsustainable, if someone's trying to sell you something and they don't even know what's good for you, all these sniff tests that you talked about, if it fails those tests, we can reject that, move on. Then beyond that, it's really, do I need this? Is it adding anything to my life? Because we're going to have to do some research, some investigation. That's a cost. If we're not sure that there's some benefit at the end of it, then why sign up? Why not just say, well, do I really need more shit in my house? Do I need more furniture? Do I need some extravagant uh, vacation? Get rid of all that. And then what you're left with are a handful of things that maybe are really worthwhile. And there you can dig in. You can do what you're talking about, do the research, do the exploration, because you're not focused on 10,000 different things. You're focused on five things that may or may not benefit you. I, like, I, I love what you say, Vin. I keep thinking about this whole idea of avoiding the Ponzi. Do I need it? Am I lacking it? Maybe even a bigger question you ask, maybe the first question you ask, am I okay? Hmm. And if you're okay, then you don't need to take the next step. You can just reject the Ponzi. But then if you're not quite okay, then you say, do you need it? And if you don't need that, you can reject the Ponzi. And the next thing, if you get that far, you say, does it benefit me or does it cost me? So you have three steps that you Mm -hmm. take to avoid the Ponzi. And by that third step, you'll be okay. How about that? Yeah, I think that's perfect. How is that, Katie? Good, yeah. I agree. All right. Do we need to wrap or are we good? Uh, maybe we, just a closing. We... Close it, then. Or maybe I'll close it. Z open, so yeah. Oh, yeah, Finn, go for it. So just in closing, stay away from the Ponzi schemes. These are well-established in finance. Uh, people have seen them. In fact, there was a case, that, I don't know if you've heard about Madoff sure. in 2008. He'd been running a hedge fund for years, and the returns were too good to be true. He'd actually been investigated by the SEC. They said, you know what, your operations are totally fine. People relied on that. They didn't do their own work. Cost investors about $50 billion. Made a bad financial crisis even worse at that point. People lost even more confidence in the financial system. And there were people in the industry who had for years been talking about it, that this guy was rumored to either be making things up or trading on inside information because how could you generate consistent returns like that? The answer is you couldn't. 
Some people just stayed away. Others went in. They lost their life savings. So we've seen this play out in finance over and over. It's this idea that you can get something for nothing. It's an idea that you have to participate. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. Reject all of that. Reject it in your life. In your life, as he, as you explained so eloquently, start with, are you okay? If you're okay, you don't have to go any further. If you do need to go further, make sure that whatever you're buying into is something that is consistent with the laws of reality, that doesn't defy gravity. Do your homework, do your investigation, and you can avoid a lot of catastrophes uh, that... Yeah, I guess that's it. You can avoid and, and really the things wanna, that are going to cause you pain. I really want to highlight the idea of the human Ponzi schemes that are going on that take you out of the self. Mm-hmm. Uh, the distractions, the things that you're buying into, the things that you invest your energy into, uh, some of the uh, the social memes and attitudes and ideas that are completely absurd that you found now makes sense to you. Nonsense makes sense. Reason to thought is troubling. And so we're living in this kind of moment of the upside down, sideways world. And we want to re-vector ourselves. We want to right ourselves. We want the ship to be upright. Right? So avoiding these kind of human Ponzi things is really protecting your own mind. Whatever you do, control your own mind. When you hear stuff, when you interact, you see stuff that doesn't quite work out right. Be okay with that, even if it isolates you from the critical mass. Because the critical mass right now is in critical condition. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. Each five-star review helps us bring you more unique and insightful content. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. Peace.